Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me. Matt is here, my husband, to answer some of the questions that we get a lot, um, and I thought I'd bring him on the podcast. He's trying this for the first time. You should see the way we're sitting right now. We're like huddled together trying to get this microphone situated, so hopefully this goes okay. Fingers crossed. Um we both listen to podcasts. Uh, we like some of the same podcasts, some of the different podcasts. So he knows what podcasting is, but he's never been on one. So I'm hoping we can get through some of these questions and um, tell you a little bit about our story. So do you want to start off with the story? Uh, or do you want like me how to we start? met or no, me, I, about me? Yeah, I think a little bit about our story and DIY and... Um, do you want me to do that or do you want to do that? Oh, go ahead. All of you. <laughs> it's usually all. Yeah, I, I usually talk more than he does. Um, so basically, when I first met Matt, he didn't. Uh, he grew up in a household where sports were life. Um, dad didn't really. Matt's dad didn't do a lot of handiwork, any DIY. It was sports, and that's pretty much um, what. Vacations were geared around sports events. And. Yeah. Yeah, it was all about sports. So I grew up in a household where my dad was in construction for as long as I know. He was building homes. He was, um, you know, doing all kinds of projects, decks and, you know, anything he could uh, with building and tools. So when I first met Matt and not first what met Matt, it was it was a while into it. But uh, <laughs> my dad would help us do projects. And the first couple of times my dad said to me, he does not even know how to hold a hammer right. And I thought, is there a way to hold a hammer wrong? And so he was kind of showing me. And so it made more sense. Matt had no idea. So Matt was just trying to do what uh, he knew. And so over the years, my dad has helped us. In our first home, my dad helped us with a, a ton of projects. Did I say my first home? Or did I say our first home? It was our first home right after we got married. And... um in our sec in our home now, my dad again helped us with a lot of the makeover and the projects. But Matt just started learning more and more. He started out as just being the what would you call it? Demolition man. Demolition man or the the laborer. The laborer um, for the things that he could do. So if my dad needed a supply or a tool, Matt would hand it to him. Or if we had to go pick up certain things, if we had the list, Matt could Matt could get those things. But over the years in this house that we're in now, Matt's just learned a lot. And then my dad used to flip houses as well. And we were, again, the laborers, if that's what you want to call it. And we would help him throughout those flip houses, doing the things that we could do, you know, painting, cleaning, like Matt said, demoing. What else could we do that were like easy things? Paint. I said painting. Oh. Yep. Yard work. You know, those kinds cleaning. of. Yeah. Cleaning up his mess after yes. so he came the next day with a clean project. Yes, that was yes. that was important to him. So um, that's how we started. And then it got to the point where my dad couldn't do a lot of projects and he couldn't do a lot of the work. So Matt, learning stuff with my dad, just started taking on more of those projects and learning how to use tools and all those things. 
And then my dad quit flipping houses just because he couldn't do them anymore. And Matt and I just said, uh, why don't we do this ourselves? We know how to do it. We know the buying process, the selling process, the, you know, we, we can know the work. My dad still came through every flip house we've ever done with us just because we wanted his eye too, just to help us, you know, this is a good one. This is a bad one. Or if you could get one for, or get this one for this price, you know, he could kind of lead us through that. So, um, so now Matt and I have flipped, I always question, is it five, five properties on our own, um, we're super excited and proud about that. And we would love to flip more. We are always looking for new flip projects, but that's kind of our DIY journey. Um, and so, and I love that journey because we learned by doing, totally by doing. Matt didn't even know how to swing a hammer right. I grew up with a dad, you know, in construction, but I wasn't, you know, I used to organize his screws and nails. I thought that was the funnest thing to do. And I would go down in his cabinets and I would organize them all. And, um, but that was really the gist of it. I would go to projects, you know, houses and stuff with him um, when he had to have us go with him. But other than that, um, Matt and I really learned all of our DIY from doing. So let, let, let me okay. clarify the hammer story. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yes, your dad got me um, a tool box or a box of tools, like our third third year together. Okay. And in there was like an eight or a 10, a 10 ounce hammer. He had a 16. So of course <sighs> he was going to be able to drive that nail in quicker and harder because he had a bigger size hammer. And I didn't know that. So oh, would he would he agree was. with that story? He might. <laughs> he might. So he wouldn't say you're just tink tink tink. Well, I was tinkering it, but it was a smaller hammer, so that doesn't count. <laughs> so my dad, you know, he used to be on roofs, and he would like me watching my dad over the years. It was like one, two, three smacks of you know a nail with a hammer, and it was in. And then Matt was like eight, ten, twelve. I keep it straight. <laughs> You know, it would take him that long to get it in. So we can laugh about it now because it's part of our journey. And it, I mean, we wouldn't be where we are today without it. So um, good. I'm glad you clarified that. I know. So I guess a, a question I would ask you then is, I have this kind of on our list. Um, what would you tell someone who doesn't even know how to hold a hammer, but wants to start doing some DIY? Uh, what would you tell them? Uh, just be confident. Um, it is pretty easy to do, well, I shouldn't say it's easy to do, but the more you do it, the more you learn, the more it'll come natural to you. So don't be afraid to start with smaller projects, fixing dressers, uh, just small little projects around the house and then you can grow. Yeah. And we've done so many little tiny projects and now, I mean, we're flipping, you know, entire houses. Uh, but yeah, I would say that too. And even if you don't have a father-in-law or a um, there's so many, you know, you can watch YouTube and websites and blogs, head to mycreativedays.com. <laughs> there's tons of things on there on my YouTube channel. We share, I mean, Matt's been in tons of those videos, the blog posts, um, all we, I share all of our projects with you, our flip houses. They're all on that. They're across all my channels. So, but definitely look online cause you, you can learn a lot. You can also go ask questions to the people who are selling you the different products. 
Like what? How, like what do you mean? Like paint stripper and stuff like that, because we didn't know a lot about it, so we had to learn all that stuff. Yes, he keeps looking away, and I'm like, keep your face <sighs> towards the microphone so that people can hear you. Yes. Yeah, so when you're at, like, you know, if you're getting paint stripper or paint or brushes, uh, start. Yeah, ask your home improvement stores. Even and, plumbing supplies. Yeah. They know all that information. That's kind of their job. So right. Ask them. Yes. Yes. So yeah, do ask them. That is a free. Um, free knowledge that you can take advantage of. Okay, I'm just gonna kind of go through some of these questions. Um, let me see. What do you like most about DIY, DIYing? Oh, um, I like being creative. I like kind of figuring, um, taking a dresser and putting a different touch on it or making something else works. Um, so you're saying you like to, not just a dresser, but you yes. like to... Figure things out. Yes. Yes. That's, I would say that is his favorite thing. So what usually happens is I will come up with an idea or I'll see something in a store, right? Yes. And then I will say, Matt, <laughs> I think, you know, instead of spending $600 on this, couldn't we do this? And so I will give him the photo or I will show it to him and he will literally, you know, he, he thinks about it. He kind of figures out how... Um, and I think, and then being out in the garage working, you know, with his tools and everything, I think that's his favorite part about it. Right. Yes. Would you say Putson. about a Putson about a DIY project? Is it, you're trying to figure out how to get that look for less? Yes. Would you say, I don't yes. want to put words in your mouth. Would you say that's what it is? One of the reasons. Yeah. Okay. What's another reason? <laughs> you can't put me on the spot like that. If you think of another favorite thing about DIY. Let me know. Okay. Okay. We can come back to that. Okay. What is, what do you dislike about DIYing? Is there something that you're just not, it could be a project or is there something? Yeah. Every now and then there are projects that just don't go your way. So you get so frustrated and upset, but you know, at that point you just sometimes just got to walk away, um, regroup and rethink it because there are some frustrating things out there and it, it'll get us. <laughs> That's it a, I'm good. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to come to kind of we're going to talk about that a little bit more, but, um, sometimes I think for me with DIY, I always were, I'm always looking for ways to get the look for less. Uh, but sometimes you're just like, Oh, this is going to take forever. And some projects do, you know, take, you know, instead of saving them, what were you going to say? Some of the simplest projects end up to be the longest. Yes. We will. We've had so many projects where, you know, Matt will say, okay, I'm going to go out and let's go ahead and do that. Whatever it is I showed him, it'll be 30 minutes max. And we'll be out there three hours later. It's always the simplest projects that take the longest. Uh, but in the end, it's always, it's always worth it. But sometimes you just want to get it done. Okay. What has been one of your favorite parts of some of these were sent in to me. Oh. So um, what has been one of your favorite parts of learning tools, DIY on your own? Do you think that, okay, I think learning it on his own where he didn't like go to school or take classes or have, I mean, my dad taught him what he knew, but I think Matt has figured out ways to do things that I don't think he would have learned from a book or in a class. Would no. you agree with that? Yeah, you just got, you kind of got to do it. And then, then you, then you learn how to do it. Um, you know, you make a bench the first time, then the second time you kind of know what to do, what you do, and you can knock it off a lot quicker. And you know what didn't work, what, you know, yes. like, you'll, so you'll get it together the first time. And then, um, 
And then like he said, so he will say, he'll get something done and he'll say, okay, if we ever do this again, I know I'm not going to do that, but this I know I'm going to do. So I just think getting his hands dirty and learning that way has really helped him. I think being creative in your DIY muscles is like any other muscle. The more you work it and the more you, um, you know what I'm saying? The more that you work it, the better it gets. And I just think that it's just been an amazing thing for him to learn it that way. I That's what I think. Yeah. Do you agree with yeah. that? He's, he's a man of little words. I try. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's get over here. Okay, do you really like shopping and picking up, you know, projects and things even on vacation? People want to know this. Absolutely. Yes. I do. I I was I think born to shop. My family always did the Black Friday thing and that was like the most exciting time of the year. So everywhere we went on vacation, everything like that, we always went to a mall and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um high school, college, uh, I would thrift. I would go to garage sales. So yeah, I've always loved picking things up and just loved it. Yeah. So people, so, yes, I love it. <laughs> so when people will see me on Instagram sharing, you know, Matt's going shopping or I will say something like Matt is the husband that will tell me to buy it, get it, buy it, get it. Oh yeah. You should just get it where some people will say, I've got to hide all my purchases for my husband. Matt is the total opposite. So he's the spender in the relationship. I'm the saver. I get excited to see the packages at the front door coming. <laughs> he does. Oh my goodness. Just hoping it's for me. <laughs> it's so true. And he's a few years older than me. How many years? Five. Five and a half. No, five and two months. Five and two months and three months. months. Um, older than me. So when I heard that he in college and stuff, he was, I met him out. He was out of college. I was in college when I met him, but um, he was thrifting with his friends and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, you, you just, back then, I don't, I think now it's getting more, you know, trendy and yeah. popular and cooler to go to thrift stores and, and yard sales and all that. But back then I was like, oh my goodness. I grew up at thrift stores and yard sales. That's what my mom did your parents ever take you to a thrift store? No. Never? No. And he did grow up, we should say that, in a real small town. Real small town. How big? How many? Oh, uh, I think when I was there, it was like seven, 800. <laughs> now it's down like 550. And we live in a city that has how many? 250,000. Okay. So there's a big difference. So there weren't thrift stores and things really back then. Mm -mm. But anyway, I grew up at thr in thrift stores and yard sales. So it was just, and I didn't love it back then. <laughs> Now I thoroughly enjoy it. So to find somebody that, that did that through college and stuff, I thought that was pretty cool. What are five, okay, next question. This is a good one. What are five tools you could not live without? I don't think he loves these questions. You mean it's, my, my favorite tools or tools that it, I, I, you absolutely need, like a tape measure and stuff like that? Um, Let's go with what you, to do. My favorite tools. Okay, okay, we'll do that. That's fine. Uh, Just lean a little, there sorry. we go. I love my miter saw. Okay. Um, I love the fact that it's like a sliding blade so you can cut a bigger board. Um, I love my multi-tool. What's a multi-tool if uh, somebody didn't know? That it, it can, it's a, what does it have? You can, you can put a sander on the end of it. You can put like a little cutter for metal, wood, um, oh. you know, notches things out a little bit. So that's an electric tool, right? So if somebody... It's, yeah. Or is it battery? I have a battery powered one. But you can get electric. Yeah. So it's a battery power. If you looked up multi-tool, they would be able to, they would know yes. what that is. It's electric or battery. Yeah. Um, I have a wood screwdriver that I really, oh really like. Oh my gosh, you guys, this wood screwdriver. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I tell do. them why you love that wood screwdriver. Um, it's, it's one of those screwdrivers that you can, um, it has different types of. 
The bits. The bits in it. And it has a, one of the square bits, which not too many of those screwdrivers have. So it has a standard bit, the um, Phillips, and then the square one. So that's nice. And it's got a wood handle, and I like that. Yes. And he the square bit is really the seller yep. for that. So most of them don't have that. Yep. Two more. Are we at two? I think we need two more. Two more. Um, I love the old-fashioned rulers. And yardsticks, you mean? Yardsticks, yes. yes. Because you can draw them, you can do straight lines, plus you can measure it a little bit easier. Um, He's always picking those up. We have yardsticks for days. And we have actually repurposed yardsticks into a lot of projects. We've made dresser tops out of them. There's so many things you can do with yardsticks. So we're always picking those up at yard sales, the old ones especially. Oh, and I love my, uh, I have a utility knife that actually kind of felt fits on your belt. Um, that kind of folds up and then has like an easy release to change the blade versus having to unscrew it and put a new one in. A lot more convenient. A lot more convenient. So those those are some of my... And you just said that you you, you can wear it on your belt. Uh, do you wear a tool belt when you're working on projects? No. Huh. <laughs> okay. I don't. Okay. So I grew up, my dad, he never didn't. I mean, if he was working, he had a tool belt on all the time. And so he bought, did he buy you your first one? Yes. And, you know, he just thought Matt needed one, but... I have pockets, and I usually wear a hoodie that has a pouch. So I have plenty of pockets and a pouch. And my so. dad, you know, he is like a construction, you know, person. So everything on your in your belt is so handy and organized. And so to have things just in pockets or a hoodie, like my dad never wore a hoodie, obviously. But um, he's just like, oh, my gosh. He's like the amount of time it takes him to get something out of that hoodie or those pant, pants pocket if he would just wear that. Yeah, never, never got into that. <laughs> okay, here's, I thought this question is good. What part of projects do you and Lindsay work well on, like together on? Um, I'd say most of them, actually. Um, yeah, we, yeah, I, you trim, I roll. So it, we kind of know who does what and who's, yeah, your idea. I tell you what, yay or nay to what can we do and we go from there. So we kind of work well on Everything but put pitching a tent. <laughs> we'll get into That's that here in just a second. Yeah, so so um, yeah. we've kind of learned th through the projects, you know, throughout the years, wh where we are, what our strengths are. And we just we just gel together really well on all these projects because we have to, because they won't come together if we don't. And it's like I have the ideas and I have the, what would you say, like the decorating or design knowledge or I, I don't yeah. know, whatever. And then he, he knows what we can do and what, you know, what's possible and what's not. So it's so good. And then he knows the know-how of how to get that together. So it works out really well. Now let's talk about pitching a tent. So when Matt and I uh, first started dating, we camped a lot. Like Matt was a huge tent camping, tent camping. So we would spend weekends, we would have friends come with us and we would spend weekends in parks and, and going camping. And <laughs> I don't know what it is about pitching a tent. Here's Matt knows because he says I do it wrong, which is probably true. I'm just trying to get the darn thing done. And I don't think it has like any. There's a certain way. There is a certain way to roll that tent. That's the only way it's going to fit back in that bag. Or to set it up, you know. Yeah. So he's yelling at me like, you know, the pole, do this with the pole. And I'm like, you know. So that is one thing. We do not do well together at all. We kind of laugh about it now. We have not been camping since we've had kids. Oh, we camped in the backyards with them. We've done that with it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Once once we had the kids, it just wasn't as fun anymore. So, okay, what? 
can you remember any projects or DIY um, things that didn't go well together? Pitching the tent. <laughs> uh, I mean, can you, because that kind of goes, let me just go into. Um, I mean, there's a lot of projects that we've done that wasn't successful and we had to redo and we got upset, but it's not like we got upset at each other, frustrated with each other. I mean, I painted plenty of rooms and you not like the paint color and I didn't get upset. I just had to repaint the darn thing. Um, okay. So, no, I don't think, I can't think of anything in the five. Just make sure you're looking at the microphone. Yes. I keep telling them, make sure you're facing the microphone so they can hear you. I love that he said that we've had so many projects go wrong um, because we'll be the first to tell you they don't all go as planned. And there's many times we've had to scrap them. Um, So it's not all rainbows and butterflies every time we do them. Uh, And the whole painting the walls, I've been there, you guys, paint, you know, picking out paint colors. I've learned a lot over the years. And he is, one thing Matt is, is patient. Everybody that knows him knows that. And so there's been many times where I've just totally picked the wrong paint color. Uh, we've painted full rooms. And then the next day I'm like, no, it's not going to work. And we've had to redo them. So, but I've learned many things. So we have not had to do that anymore because there's tips. So that doesn't have to happen. But yeah, he's right about that. Okay. Oh, this was, I thought this was a funny question. Are you okay with Lindsay using your tools? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I have a tool bag that has all my favorite tools, but the thing is, is I want that put back in a certain way because I want to know where those tools are. When we go to work on flip houses and projects, I don't want anybody touching my tool bags because then they leave it everywhere. And I don't, then I'm spending a half hour trying to find my tools and I can't find them. So no, I, my tool bag is for me only. (laughs) So if you watch me on Facebook or Instagram, there have been a few lives when I'm like, Ooh, I just need to go get one of his little tools out. And it's every time. So I'll do the whole live. I'll get the project done. And then after I'm done filming, you know, I jump on the computer or something. And then I'll forget that, you know, if it's a razor blade or whatever it is that I'm using. And then he will, the he'll go down to get his tool bag and he'll say right away, who took the razor or who took the, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to remember to put that away. But he's pretty, he's pretty particular about his, um, his tool bag. Yeah. We kind of just stay away from that. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, do you have, um, when do you decide to ditch a DIY that's gone bad, since we were kind of talking about that? Um, I don't know if we've ever really ditched it. There's been a lot of times I've walked away Okay. and had, I th- had to go back in and start over. I um, think there's been a couple of projects we've done, like wood projects, especially where not a couple, probably many, where we're like, this is just not worth it. It's not going to work. And then we burn the wood or we... But for the most part, we figure an alternative out, something different than what we were going to plan. So instead of scrapping it, we, we just took our plans back a little bit, make it a little bit easier. And that's why I talk about a lot of times, if you've seen on the my website, or I always say when you're DIYing anything, you have to have a plan A, B, C, and D at least, because it's never going to go exactly your plan A. So you just have to be flexible. And I agree with that, but I do think there are, there are, there are times when you just have to, you know, it's just, you'll know, you'll know when you get to that project and you're like, it's just not gonna, you know, you keep trying all those plans or different ways and it's just not coming together. I mean, for your sanity, it's just better to walk away and scratch it and come up, you know, just start a different project. (laughs) Because those, those projects will come. They they will come. But for the most part, if we ever do that, then we will take that thing apart 
and keep like the hinges, keep the doorknobs, oh, yeah. keep keep wood like the top of the dresser. So we would keep it for parts instead of just get rid of it all for future projects. That's very true. So we are upcycling and repurposing anything and everything we can. So he was just talking about furniture projects we're working on. So oh. yeah, I'm talking about any, you know. Oh, same thing too. Yeah, it's on any, yes. Um, so yes, yeah, so we will try to salvage. So if the project's not gonna work, we will salvage whatever we can out of that project before we would, you know, toss it or get rid of it. So um, like he said, the hardware, the wood on it, the whatever it is. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you think about flipping houses? <clears throat> I enjoy it. I like staying busy. I like the challenge of doing something different every time. Um, I love the fact that we can go in and take a house that might be um, not very nice, kind of, and we just... We make it a solid house for somebody. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we're cutting down walls, but we're making sure everything is safe, everything is sturdy, everything is correct. Clean. Um, clean. And, and just updated. Make, and make it look nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably my favorite part about it, too. When we find these flip houses, the flip houses we've done, I mean... They're, they're not in good condition at all. I mean, and not, like I said, we, we're, we're not going to buy any that has foundation issues or anything like that, but I just mean they have not been taken care of at all. Mm -hmm. And so it's both of us, which I'm so people say, does Matt really like this stuff? He does. I, I I'm not, <laughs> I'm not lying. He really does. And we just to be able to take that and it's just kind of like an ugly dresser or, you know, a smaller DIY project, something you find on the curb. To be able to take it from, you know, something that nobody's taking care of and turn it into something useful and beautiful and functional again, I think that's, I mean, out of all of our projects, that's our favorite thing about. I think that's what keeps us going, right? Yep. And like he said, he like we like to be busy. I like to be creative. He likes to be creative. So it's just, it, it all just, it just meshes well. Can you tell us um, like a bad flip house experience or... I'm thinking right now too. Like, if somebody asked me that, what? Um, I'm trying to think. One of our flip houses. Oh my gosh, the amount of. I mean, I don't know. Um, they had a lot of dogs, so the amount of, and they never cleaned up after them outside. So the amount of cleaning um, up we had to do in the backyard was unbelievable. But also at that house. We were able to experience owls had babies in the neighborhood and all the babies. It was like two different nests. This is so crazy and so off topic, but the babies ended up in our backyard. It was the most, oh my gosh, it was so cool. It was so cool. Can you think of another? I don't know. We've been very fortunate, I think, with the houses. I think we've kind of looked at the houses in and out. So I, I think we knew what we were getting into. I don't, I don't recall anything that was... Really bad. I know. I'm trying to think too. I kind of, I didn't, I haven't gone over these questions, so I, I didn't have time to. I mean, your cousin fell through the ceiling oh. <laughs> working on the air condition, but I, that wasn't me. So. Oh yeah, that um, was. But that's when we were, we were. Just his foot, not his whole body. Yes. We were gutting our yeah. duplex because a coffee shop actually bought it. And so they were just tearing it down. So we went in and everything that we had paid for and put into the duplex, we wanted to get out because it was just a shame for it to go to the landfill. So yeah, I guess that was, I, but again, it hasn't always been rainbows and butterflies, no. you know, blood, sweat and tears went into each of these houses and it's, you know, something's taking longer or you're having to wait for somebody else to get something done before you can continue or, you know, those kinds of things. Well, we've had some things not work. It just hasn't been 
devastating or overly really yeah yeah if we if we we're not going to bore you with trying to think about every project, house project we've done but or flip house i'm sure we could come up with some other things we yeah there's some other yeah odd things that have happened in flip houses but okay this last question for this podcast matt this episode <laughs> we'll have to get him on you guys will have to leave some more questions uh that you would like him to answer I or he can help i'd be answering sport questions oh my goodness so if you want any sports, you know, advice or you want to talk sports of any kind. Fantasy football's coming up now. Yes. Fan- well, by the time this gets out, you, uh, oh, you will be. You will be full in fantasy yes, football mode because. That's true. Oh, my goodness. Anybody else have husbands that are fully into fantasy football? And now Landon, our son, is. Hmm. He's more obsessed than Matt is. Oh, my goodness. It's a whole season here. But kids and DIY. What do you think about that? I think it's important. Because I think it is important that they learn these at a younger age so they know it. I didn't have that opportunity. Um, so I was glad that your father kind of helped me through some of that and got me into it. But yeah, I think the kids should have small projects and if they're able to do it successfully, give them more and more. Yeah, they're kind of, I feel like our kids, our kids have been through every flip house that we've ever done. And they will grunt and groan, but uh, they love getting paid for the work that they do. So, um, and as they get older, uh, they really want us to get more flip houses. But they're kind of like us, you know. In the beginning, it was okay. You just you're clean, and you know you can do these things. But now it's they can go in and do the demo. Um, they can go in and paint. They they can do a lot more than you know initially when we first started out. And Matt has always said he wants them to learn all that stuff because he never did. And it would have been a lot, it would have been really helpful for him, especially with what we're doing now, if he had learned that earlier on. So, so yeah, Matt, you did well for your first podcast interview. It's pretty harmless. Yeah, not bad. (laughs) Okay. We are going to head off now, I guess we're going to go work on some projects actually. Um, And thanks for listening. If you have any other questions for Matt or for me, obviously leave them, let us know, and we will, we'll get him back on here to do this again sometime soon. Okay. Thanks guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here, and I look forward to our chat next week.